Hey everyone, welcome to Project Esports Present. And today we are going to be doing our first kind of review, maybe of many, maybe it's our one and only, who knows. But today we're going to be talking about Game Changers Dream of BlizzCon. It is a esports movie and you don't see too many of those. So when we were reached out, um, we definitely wanted to kind of watch through it and review it. Just kind of disclaimer for any of the FDA or whatever it is that you kind of got to do it for. We were given this movie for free to review and kind of share our thoughts with that because they thought that our audience, you guys, would find this interesting. So we're not getting paid. This is 100% honest reviews of what we thought. I mean, everything we kind of do is just whatever we kind of have off the top of our head. So you guys should know that everything we do is kind of legit. So without kind of doing too much more of that, I'm going to hand it off to uh, Dylan to kind of summarize the movie and kind of lead off with our reaction. Yeah, so all I got to say for this movie first is wow. Like, definitely unexpected um, going into it. Um, but basically, the gist of what the movie is about, it's about the road to BlizzCon 2014. Uh, and so it highlights MC and MMA, which if you guys are StarCraft fans, you definitely know these two players. They're very, very big names in the StarCraft scene, especially back in 2014 and before that. And it just follows the road up to BlizzCon 2014, and it is incredible. So not only does it kind of show like the narrative narrative of it building up, but also in between it goes and talks about, you know, uh, Korean culture and esports. It talks about esports from a, like a very broad perspective. And then it also goes into like their personal lives too. And I think the pacing of it was amazing. I think uh, just like the visuals were amazing. Like I like I, I, I want to say some bad things about this movie, but it's really, really hard to be honest because like, it's like legitimately this is a very very well done movie the only thing i guess i could think that i had i had any sort of issue with is like the timing of when it came out but that's just the byproduct of it being such a polished movie i mean it's it's about 2014 esports and it came out um or it's going to come out in 2018 so there is that delay to it and so like starcraft fans know like the outcome of all this but like still the narrative is just it's it's so perfect. Yeah, James, I want to kind of head off to you first. I know you said you and your roommate kind of watch it together. I want to kind of hear what you guys kind of have to say about that. Yeah, so I come I come from a background that doesn't have like uh, like uh, I'm not fully encompassed in StarCraft and stuff like that. I know I know some of the history. I know some of the bigger players and stuff like that. Um, admittedly, I I try to follow some of the Canadian players more than anybody else, um, like Huck and stuff like that when he was still playing. But um, as far as like, as far as the story that this movie tells, um, I had no idea of it. I went into this movie completely blind. I did not know the outcome. I didn't know anything about this whole background. So for somebody like myself, and I, I did watch it with my roommate, um, who is a, a pretty big like StarCraft fanatic. Um, we 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 were just we were engrossed by the the whole experience. It like the way it told itself was incredible. Like the movie. Like, that's just it. I'd, I'd love to sh find a way to kind of give it, like, some some negatives or some, like, points I'd like to, you know, kind of critique it on and stuff like that. But, again, like like Dylan already said, the production was, like, crazy. It was super well done. How they kind of built the story up was really, really well done. And it really painted a good picture of, like, esports. And, like, to me, it kind of gave me a new perspective on how to take in esports as um as as kind of like how the grassroots and how like you know where it came from and stuff like that i kind of have like a, a bit of a new light to it and stuff like that and i also have a like because of this movie i have a, I have a brand new imp impression of of like korean pros too 
like a lot of them come from a background that I wasn't really expecting. I wasn't ready for and stuff like that. So in this movie, that point paints like an incredible picture. It, it, it was on, it was on, unreal. Yeah. I want to agree. So first off the first statement I want to kind of lead off this review is, is I really have never gave a shit about Starcraft. I'm sorry if that offends anyone, if that's not a big thing, but this movie made me care about it. This movie made me wish that I was in the scene back when this was happening, that I still play the game now. It made me want to go and play the game right now. This movie does such a great job of showing the emotions, how much time they put into this, the hype, and how big of an event this was leading up to BlizzCon, and just made you care about it in every single way. I mean, we had talked through our Slack channel, and Dylan said about halfway through the movie, he was having the feels and almost crying. It it does such a good job of tugging on your heartstrings when you don't expect it. Going into this movie, like I was thinking just kind of a cool story, very informative and kind of giving you all the information. But no, it went outside of just kind of the general path of the games, showing the gameplay and kind of stuff like that, and made you care about these players. I had no idea who MMA was or MC. The only StarCraft player I knew going into this movie was Scarlet, and that's because we talked about her here. But now I've looked up both of them afterwards. I've seen kind of what they're doing now. The movie does such a great job of making care about StarCraft players, the families, the industry around it. And I think that is something that I did not go into it. And just kind of my biggest impression is this movie is better than it deserves to be. Yes, it came out a couple years later. But for my first esports movie that I've watched, I mean, if this is how all movies are going to be after this, this is a bar set so high. I don't know how it's going to I mean, with the documentary, it's a little different because you tell them facts and you already know there's a really good story there. But the quality, the shots, interview, some of the things that got the people to say, these insights that you never see is just something that, I don't know, this made me want to watch more documentaries. And I really hope that there's a whole 30 for 30 that kind of comes out revolving just around esports because I want it more than ever. So what I, so I was so emotional during this movie. So not only because the the narrative of it set up this like really emotional story that was really amazing, but because for me, coming from, you know, being in the scene of StarCraft at that time, and um, it was that time period especially was really, really important because like that was the moment of when I stopped being the StarCraft guy and I started just being an esports guy because like, yeah, I, I, I that, that summer before all that stuff happened, I peaked on the ladder, you know, I was playing like so much and I was really getting burnt out and stuff. And that was like my last big season. I was really into StarCraft. And so watching this was like super emotional for me because like it was almost like looking at like a high school yearbook. And if, if that makes any sort of sense, because I was yeah. like watching it, and I was like, oh, I remember that player. I remember this game. And I and I re- totally remember this finals of this season, like before BlizzCon, because it was really hype. And I remember that studio. And then they got to the Bliz- BlizzCon arena. And I was like, oh, I remember that stage. And I was so hyped about that stage. And me and my friends talked about it all the time. And I remember where I was when I was watching BlizzCon. And it, it was like all those like memories coming back. And so I think, like I was saying before, anyone who like was around during that time, this will be something that's like really emotional, not only because of the story, but because this is going to make a million memories just like flood back in. And your reaction, oh, sorry, I just, how you said that and how much emotion you had just saying that is kind of what I was getting at. That it made me want to care about StarCraft. Like I said, I wish that I had lived through all that and experienced that firsthand is how good of a story this movie tells. Because you can tell just how 
Dylan was saying that, that it brought back so many emotions. And then someone that doesn't care about it brought back those same kind of emotions as if I should have been through this all once before. But I'll let you kind of go on. But just how you said that, I could hear the emotion in your voice. This goes on to tell so much how good this yeah, and so uh, just to kind of finish it, uh, up my point, um, what I also thought was really incredible is that the storyline watching it in person was okay, um, but it wasn't, like, this dramatic. So, like, obviously they, they were able to put this storyline together and make it very interesting and very engaging, um, which I thought was really impressive because at the time it wasn't all that incredible. Like, yeah, MMA had a really, really good run. And then- We just... were trying to go spoiler free for the first 10 minutes for anyone that doesn't know about that kind of reaction. So whether that makes a cut or not, we have yet to decide, but yeah. Okay, so so if not, we could pick it up right here. Uh, so watching it during the time, it wasn't anything like super, super incredible, but like they were able to, to put together the story in a way that was really amazing. And that at the time I didn't have that sort of insight. Because I didn't have that sort of insight into MC and his background and MMA. I didn't even know about his home life during the time. Like, MMA was just a player to me. He wasn't, like, th this person that I knew all the story for. And, like, it it it's cool to get that second lens on a lot of these players. Yeah. And as much of an esports movie it is, it is really just kind of like a personal life movie, too. And I think that even for anyone that... I mean, obviously we're all esports guys, so we can understand it. But for even for anyone that doesn't understand esports or StarCraft, that has never heard of it, can watch this movie, understand the pressure and kind of the emotions that these players were feeling, and still appreciate what they did, how far um, some of them made, and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's another thing that really goes on to tell how well made this movie is: is that no matter what skill level or experience you have with StarCraft, you can feel the emotions and care about the people that are in it. The, the big thing for me was it was it like not only did it like it, it provided a lot of background for the scene for the game and everything like that um the, the build-up was really good to like it, like you like you said andrew like um anybody who's like not familiar with e with e with esports with starcraft anything like that it, it it guides you into that it literally like this this documentary is set up so that any audience can watch it and stuff like that and the big thing for me too is after after i said after we say kind of sat there for a minute after we finished watching it we just kind of looked at each other and you're like you want to you want one v one like we like we, we <laughs> like, I, like we immediately like that was the better part of my evening was playing starcraft again like i mean like and like previously when i tried to get back into starcraft and stuff like that like it was just it was this big learning curve and it was like holy shit like i don't want to do this again but i don't know they, like that, that that documentary and like how well it was done it, like it, i don't know kind of reignited something in it, like it like in me again you know what i mean so um i like again i like if you if you used to play starcraft and you you kind of fizzled out for you after you watch this i like i can almost promise that you're gonna want to play it again you're gonna want to pick it up but again regardless of your skill level i'm i'm a bronze player on the ladder like i really am i i <laughs> I had early success with Void Ray Cheese and stuff like that. Like, like that was that was me, right? So, but like, I mean, it it made me want to play the game again. And the, like, and the thing is too is because of stuff like this, because of things that are done so well and stuff like that, it makes you it makes you remember and re like rediscover the fact that StarCraft itself has done a lot of things right recently. Um, like it's 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 updated its its 
it's like it recognizes its audience now and it's very it's very very pl casual player friendly not only like hardcore but casual player as well I, we played cooperative maps like a lot of the night too which was really really dope so it, like i mean to kind of bring it back to the movie i yeah it's gonna it's gonna make you fall back in love with the game absolutely yeah i have downloaded starcraft since then i watched the movie i will admit that I've been saying I was going to do the Hearthstone instead. I started doing the Starcraft, which probably isn't <laughs> what I should be doing. But goes on telling me how much I love this movie, and I actually have watched the movie again. I have we had it for seven days, and I went back and watched it again. Not only because I wanted to kind of be refreshed for this review, but also because I wanted to experience the story and kind of go through some things again. So I think if these are the kind of movies that are going to be coming off the esports, kind of like come out of the gate for esports. And we don't have to worry about all the horrible video game movies that we see, and that this is kind of the yeah. what the, the mainstream audience sees. Yeah, this is the benchmark. Is that I'm excited for every esports movie after that, and I, if I hope they're working on something else, I'd love to see something for a world, for an MSI, for the Overwatch League, something kind of like that, something a little more recent. Obviously, it might not be for a couple of years, but I mean, but like, I would love CSGO another story, and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like there are so many stories like this that we've talked about in a recent podcast that can be told and you're kind of talking about this how league does a good job there are so many stories there so many stories in starcraft dota and all that kind of stuff and that i'd watch every movie they put out even though they did three movies from the same season about different storylines i'd keep watching it even if i knew the outcome because they do such a great job of bringing it more than just the video game and the game of the outside life the industry the players and all that kind of I think the big thing is too is like kind of Dylan hinted at is like if like bec like even if it is something that's not recent like like for example this is four years ago Dylan like for somebody who had was in the scene it was involved it resonates with you because you remember you remember all the things that happened all the things that led up to it um and all the you know and you know depending on the storytelling and stuff like that too you you either get ready for like a tragedy or like you know a triumph one of the two right and it yeah. really plays on your emotions and they, and like this documentary especially did a really good job of i think anybody who and dylan you can vouch for this anybody who was in the scene at the time who knew the outcome but saw everything that was leading up to it being like oh my fuck like you know one way or another right so i think I think if we see uh, continue to see things at this production value, at, at, at this well laid out, I think it is nothing but good things for the for the esports scene. Definitely. So before we go into, do you guys have any last points you want to touch on before we go into spoilers? Okay. Play StarCraft. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what I want to do is we are going to go into spoilers in just a minute or two. But what I want to kind of do is for anyone that has not seen the movie yet, I highly encourage you watching movies before you listen to any kind of spoilers or anything kind of like that because i was the documentary and you just go look at what happened but you want to kind of go in blind like me and james did and i think we got that full experience dylan may know what happened but he had that kind of connection there so go in blind if you can i highly recommend that so just stop here this is probably gonna be a separate video and don't watch the spoiler cast until after you've seen the movie kind of come back and react react with us so for, for those of you that are just watching the review right now because that will go up right away the movie is going to be coming out on Amazon Prime Video, Google Play, iTunes, and Vudu on June 12th. We don't know exactly how much it's going to be, but I'm telling you, this movie is worth it no matter what it is. It is going Every to send penny. you on a great Every trip. Penny. It is going to get you into StarCraft. It's going to get you into eSports. So I highly recommend going and checking it out, rent it with friends, get a viewing party together, get something together and watch this movie because this is really something you're not going to want to miss. And right now, this is my number two movie of the year behind Avengers Infinity War. 
So I highly recommend it. So for those of you, thank you very much for tuning in to our first ever movie, video game, whatever review that we have done here on Project Esports. And until you watch this movie, tune in to the spoiler cast as soon as you finish, and we will see you then. So I guess now the gates are open. Dylan accidentally let some of it go. I'm going to make sure to edit that out. So we can talk about whatever we want now for the movie. Rather it be Dylan giving away the final score, little point you want to touch on in the family life and the story. Dylan, you obviously have a lot more kind of information about more things outside of what the movie's shown. So I'll kind of lead off with you. Like, is there anything that kind of popped out that you really want to kind of touch on that's more spoiler? Yeah, so the, the point I was going to make before, before I kind of let everything slip um, and then we had to edit it out. Um, what was really cool is that they were able to paint this storyline in an interesting way because when it was unfolding like that, that was not the case. Like MMA, he had a really awesome comeback and he is a really great player. But I don't think a lot of people expected him to win BlizzCon. I think him getting second was, like, incredible, but, like, um, no one expected him to win, especially because that year of life, I was just, holy shit, that, like, yeah. like I was actually rooting for life, um, like, in the actual <laughs> tournament when I was, like, watching it live, because life, well, first of all, he was a Zerg player, and I was, like, totally in a Zerg at the time. Um, but he he was, like, incredible. This kid, when he came on, like, he, he, like, blew up, like, not overnight, but, like, he blew up very quickly, and he was the best, like, consistently. Like, he yeah. was going to win BlizzCon. Like, there was no doubt in, like, almost anyone's mind, because he was, holy shit, he was killing it that whole year. Um, so the, the, the way that they painted it was really awesome, because, like, I was able to look at it through the lens of, you know, MMA's like, you know, not doing so good this season. It's like, holy shit, he's doing good. He's doing good. He's getting there. He's like, like, I almost thought for a second he was going to win. I was like, oh, wait, no, I know the outcome of this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but they still painted it in a really interesting light. And like, I don't think the finals were that close either. So if you notice, um, whenever they were doing it, they didn't really tell you the score um, as it was happening at the end. They did, with, they did with the three twos. They always did with the three twos, but if it was a blowout, yeah, because because I don't I don't know if it was exactly a blowout, but it wasn't close. Like it was. I think it was like a three one is what it ended up being. Yeah, it yeah. was like a three one, but like they didn't paint it as a three one. They were they they just kind of like showed games and then it. But yeah, like I I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think it it makes for interesting no, storytelling and for building a story. And, yeah. it, and it was, that's what it was, it was great, and it, it really was great. Yeah, the um, like when I went at, when I went into it, I I. Uh, like again, my roommate was like, "Oh fuck, that's MMA. Oh fuck, that's that's MC." Like, and then he like he was like like I think it was it, it was partially because of the like my roommate who I was watching with who was a bigger MC fan than he was an MMA fan, and you know he was going you know the boss toss like he was checking out all these nicknames, and I was just like, "Oh man, this is gonna be about this is gonna be about MC and like you know how crazy a personality is and shit like that, right?" Um, and then it just it wasn't like i mean because like to me when i won one of the movie i'm like mc is far more of a you know, of a, like a tragic player you know what i mean like he, you know his dad dying super young and him like supporting his mother and all this shit i'm like man this guy is like he's a stand-up dude he does a lot and he like it even says in the narrative like where he's just like i you know i i don't think i'm good to my mom and his mom is like endlessly thankful because he busts his ass for her right like i mean he's like again like it says he's the top earning rev like he's the top revenue player who's played starcraft right so 
I thought that was really cool and stuff like that. And then in like and, and MMA was always kind of in the background, like you know, kind of telling the story of like a, like an, an older pro who's like aging out and stuff like that. And to me, that like I I really like that because that's something you don't get to see. You don't get to see the the kind of slow gradual downfall or like you know falling down of a pro player who's aging out like mma during that was 27 right like so i think he's 31 now but like how they did that up like i mean oh my like it was it was really sad like it was just hard to watch and then and then out of fucking nowhere it's like oh mma's hot shit like he's fucking like you know flying up and i'm sitting here and it's like like up until it showed who he was playing against because i know who life is every everybody who has a brief understanding of StarCraft esports, knows who Life is because he's a fucking monster. Um, as soon as I saw him going against Life, I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. If he does, it's gonna be crazy. But as soon as I saw Life, like I was just like, there's there's no there's no fucking chance. Of course he loses the life, right? But but for MC to get knocked out in the top sixteen, like to me, I was like, oh that 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 wasn't supposed to happen. This just seems so it's like sad you know what i mean like there was so much there's so much emotion in this movie i couldn't fucking i like i couldn't handle it like i get See, i get really choked up about this shit <laughs> i'm like i agree that mc is a great guy like i that the whole part when he wasn't good enough for his mother kind of stuff like that that made me love him but as the movie went on they focused less on his family life and more and kind of who he is as a player i was ecstatic when he got rocked knocked out of the round of six. By the by that point in the movie, I was kind of an anti MC fan, and I had gone more towards MMA. They kind of started focusing more on him towards they the did, they did the a movie, shift, right? Yeah, obviously because he was going to kind of move on, which doesn't make sense. But at that point, when he got knocked out, I'm like, oh, he was up like partying and like playing games like late last night. Like obviously he's not taking yeah. it serious. I'm like, he doesn't deserve to. Like I think he didn't deserve to be here, and that he wanted to go. And I think that might just kind of be that's the unbiased kind of view going into because I didn't really know much about it, but. When MC was gone, I'm like, thank God, now MMA is going to go on to win it. I definitely thought there was no chance in hell that they would do a documentary on two guys that lose. Yeah, 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 I yeah. never thought they'd pick two guys a lot, especially after. I thought they were kind of foreshadowing that he's always known like his Mr. Second Place and the runner-up. Yeah, and that yellow, kind of yeah. I'm like, like, there's no way in chance they're going to do that to him again, are they? <laughs> and the whole movie is about how he takes second place. Yeah, and that's actually something that um, that James just brought up. They didn't actually say that. They did not say that it was actually yellow. No, um, they didn't. They didn't. No, and they what, didn't I thought yellow. that was really strange because they just referred to him by his like real name because like yeah, he is an actual big actor and entertainer now in Korea. Um, but yeah. yeah, so anyone who didn't know that player that they were talking oh, yeah, that about was... that he's yellow. That that was yeah, the no. player. Uh, he was a really big Brood War player, and like 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 they were saying in the movie, he was Mr. Second Place. Like he yeah. always had second place. Come. Yeah, and he was always behind Boxer. Like it was yeah, him and Boxer. Boxer. Yeah, and because so, they they were two of the like the really re- like they were two of the bonjois. Like they were insane. They were like yeah. even though he always got second place, always getting second place is really really impressive. And like he was <laughs> so skilled. And I think he was one of the I forget what they call it. I think it's like one of the four dragon. Um, it was like the four really good Protoss players. Yellow was one of them. Yeah. And that was the thing. That was the thing I loved too. Is because like as soon as they brought him in, because the like the the like the background I have in Starcraft is very like narrow. Like it's very specific. And like because I like because I was so like encompassed by like who Boxer was. Like because if you know if you know who Boxer is, you know who Yellow is, right? And as soon as I saw him, like I know that fucking guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I just I, I was just like I, I recognize his face and stuff like that. Because I like to me Yellow like Yellow kind of stands out. You know what I mean? Like especially because of his like his like his success and shit like that right so and like 
the only the, I guess like the only thing and I couldn't really say this initially in the initial review because it was kind of like it would kind of give away some hints and stuff like that is they focus on hero a decent amount early and like hero's not like he's not even like 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 and I thought it was foreshadowing is like when they when they first showed hero and they showed CJ the CJ Antis house and stuff like that oh yeah um, I thought hero was going to be the one to knock him out because it showed how diligent hero was you know what i mean but it doesn't touch on it you, they you show him they show him at blizzcon then they show him like going away and hero hero looks like a mean motherfucker like he like i mean he's he has a very like a very like like resting bitch face demeanor you know what i mean like he does he, he looks like a dude you don't want to fuck with right it's like so i thought i was like oh my god like it's gonna be hero that knocks him out and then it and like i said like it, and then it shows life and i'm like oh my fuck right so yeah i know man like there was there was so many good good aspects and so so many good buildups and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, Andrew, like, I do agree. Like, they kind of painted MC to be, like, this kind of, like, I don't know, like, uh, like irresponsible kind of, like, you know, dickhead towards the end of it, right? He kind of was, though. <laughs> but, you know, like, he was. He was, right? But, like, you could tell it wasn't all that, though, because, I mean, he did seek out Yellow and stuff like that because – But that wanted... Yellow point, when he went to talk to him, Yellow was like, you need to focus on this. You need to take this serious. Like, I regret yeah. so much about I... not doing more. And, and then what does he go it. and do? And fuck around. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is going to be his redemption arc. Like, he's talking to this guy. He's going to give him that motivational speech. And he's going to make a run at it. No, but he just continues to do exactly what he did. And at that point, I knew I didn't like MC. Because he, like, half-assed. Like, it seemed more like a publicity stunt. That, like, nowadays, someone would go reach out to, like, an old pro. If LeBron would reach out to Michael Jordan to get tipped. And then yeah. didn't listen to what he gave him. Like, that just seemed like a publicity blunt. And more of a movie plot point. Than anything else, PC obviously didn't listen to a word he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could so tell that's my almost, one problem. You can almost tell through the conversation too is that he didn't like. And no he, facial expression. Well, no, like, it was like it was like Yellow was telling him shit that he didn't want to hear. Yeah, Yellow was Yellow was being cruel, and he was being like he wasn't being cruel, but he was being blunt, and he was yeah. like he was telling he's like which was good. Yeah, it, well, it was just did, and that was the first thing my roommates like me and him had just kind of sat there and were like, oh, this guy real heavy real quick you know what i mean so i yeah no it was it was like it was nice to kind of see that whole you know rise and fall and stuff like that so yeah no it was man that movie was a fucking trip holy holy moly <laughs> so what i see coming out of this movie i mean so we'll start we'll go back to the movie but yeah. i think another thing that needs to be added to the list is we're gonna have to do a 1v1v1 in starcraft Oh, it's not going to end well for any of you guys. I'm so fucked. We each have to pick our, we each get to pick one of the three races. No one can be the same one. And it is just a 1v1v1. One one, and the winner well, takes Dylan's, spoil. Dylan's a Zerg player. I can already, I well, already no, I'm a Protoss player now. Oh, are you fucked? Oh, man? wait, no, oh, fuck. I'm Protoss. I, I'm please, I, I will literally play any I'll, race. And I'll I promise play. you, I will demolish all of you easily. <laughs> I'll, I'll put play. money on this. I'll put a dollar bet on this. Oh, that I God. win this over Dylan. Add it, oh, no, yeah. add it to the bet list. Add it to the okay. bet board. Well, add it, yeah. Whoever wins it gets one point to the prediction king. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll play it. So, so if you play Protoss, or like, you, like, you're the fucking pro, so we're going to put you on whatever the outlier is. My second best is Taryn after Protoss, and Andrew, who hasn't played like at all, will fucking Protoss is the one with the little like gems, right? They're like, they're yeah, kind of more the, alien. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what yeah, I thought. The, the gems. Okay. So I I used to play a lot more than I have recently, but okay. I just wanted to make sure that I was getting the names right because Terran sounded familiar either. But they're with the Space Marines, right? Yeah, they're the Space Marines, yeah. Okay. I know what I'm talking about somewhere. So I'm feeling confident. 
I can listen to three races. How Wait, hard what, can StarCraft be? What race am I playing then? You're playing Zerg. Zerg. Okay, yeah, that's easy. The Zerg Rush, you're just gonna beat us in the first five minutes of the fight? Yeah, bring back the six. Wait, okay, so what we need to do is we need to live stream this and find someone to shoutcast. I'll let my roommate, I'll get my roommate to shoutcast. Oh, that'd be funny, yeah. yeah. I don't know how we're gonna do that. Can, we, can someone like spectate as like a fourth person? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's Wait. what we're gonna do. So we're gonna, this is another event setting up that we have to do. That we're gonna do a 1v1v1. We're gonna have your roommate shoutcast it, and we're gonna live stream it straight to Project Esports. And it is going to be. Easy. I'll go talk to him as soon as we're done this. I'll be like, yo, okay. dude, this is what We gotta do that sooner than later. That'd be kind of a fun thing to kind of redo the week of the movie release to kind of do the second round of hype for this. Because, like, sure, we're not, like we said, we're not getting paid anything like this. All we got out of this was maybe some publicity, and we gotta watch the movie for free. Ideally, oh we get God, free yeah. copy when it comes out so we can keep watching. I'm gonna kind of beg for that. But, like, I want to go out of my way to kind of hype this up again when it comes out. Because I love this movie. Like, this is a movie that I, even if I had to pay for it up front, I would still tell other people interested in esports to go and watch. Yeah. I like, I mean, again, like, I'd watch it solely because it is an esports movie without, you know, without any bias going into it. You know what I mean? Because, again, I didn't get fucking paid for this. I have no problem yeah, saying this that. This is you something know? I would show, like, to, like, someone that's just kind of interested in video games but not esports. I feel like this is a movie that could bring people from just video game interest to esports interest to yeah, kind of seeing I, how big this is. Yeah, exactly. Because you have like you have two very dramatic and two tragic plot lines. Like the big thing is too is they kind of like they kind of layered it too. You know what I mean? It's like oh shit, you got hooked in with MC and like how crazy his past life was. And then the next thing you know is that MMA has this very tragic story where he resents his parents and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That like and like once like I like I, once I was kind of reeling from MC's kind of story and they hit you with that I'm like I feel like I feel worse from MMA man like cause cause like cause he just he, he like he's so scared of I shouldn't even say scared but he like he was he, scared a little bit he, well, yeah he, well, like he was scared of not being a pro anymore you know what I mean and the constant pressure of being like yo is this your last year is this your last season stuff like that and like and that was it too like when they said like he has to win season three of that year, I was like, he's not fucking doing it. Like, that's just it. Like, MC's gonna take him out or something like that. That's or, again, or again, Hero's gonna show up and take him out, right? Like, you know? Like, that was the, that was the other big thing. Was I was just like, I, I kept waiting for him to show back up, but it never happened. Like, yeah. I don't know. Kind of, kind of brought me back to the disaster artist. Was like, they never they never go back to it. It was like a breast cancer. They never go <laughs> back to it. <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> Every time. Is he like he's probably he's he's inactive now, isn't he? I I, I haven't been keeping up super no, okay. recently, so. I, I that was the other thing too is like I like I started, like when I was like after I like went and like double checked that yellow was yellow. I like I started like clicking through like all the active pros and all the retired pros and stuff like that, and it was so weird because like I did like again like the names that I knew like vaguely like. Jadon's gone. Jadon's gone. gone. Flash is gone, exactly, right? And that was, that was another thing, too. I loved how much they hyped up Flash. Like, yeah. they put, like, title after title on Flash. And I think the other thing, too, was I was, like, kind of, like, I had a bias against Red Eye. That was my other thing, too. Is because, like, I don't... I, like, I like I, I love what he's done for the community and stuff like that. But there's there's definitely a mixed opinion about the dude, you know what I mean? But, uh, like, you know, like, seeing, like, Apollo and shit like that was great, too. Oh, my gosh. Seeing Apollo, like, that made my, like, heart drop because, like... <laughs> It was during that time is actually when he glowed up for the first time. Like, he got his hair cut really nicely. But what's really yeah. funny is, like, the season before that, 
holy shit, like, Apollo with his, like, bowl cut, he was, like, still fresh, basically, off of YouTube at the time, like, oh, he, yeah, okay, <laughs> like, like, this is, like, when he was, like, recently actually starting to really get into his own with StarCraft and actually become a big name in StarCraft, because, like, like, a, a couple seasons before that, he was still, like, just doing the YouTube, like, shoutcasting and all that. Uh, oh yeah, and then, just, and then you see like you see like a very polished Apollo. Like I mean, he looks very in his own element. Like I mean, like you yeah. know, he, like he 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 was he looks super comfortable, right? So that was great. Also, but, go ahead. Also, something almost like just completely got me is at the end it was like special thanks to all these people and like i'm looking at it and like i said before i was like oh i know that person that person that person that person like i know all these people and it was like special thanks to like john bain and uh like and his wife or whatever and i was like oh total biscuit oh yeah no. like yeah i was like no. oh no and that's been such a like, it's been i forgot such a, about oh my yeah because it's, it's like it's a very like like kind of sad like underlying tone that keeps kind of going on you know what i mean that was the other thing i went to do i went to go play starcraft and i was looking at like all the like the additional shit they've added and there is like a total biscuit announcer pack and i was just like man that is fucking awesome. do you remember the the famous quote by total biscuit of where he's like um i'll support this uh this entire scene on my erect dick <laughs> what? The what? Oh, oh yeah, my god! Yeah, it it was because because uh, Total Biscuit was really big into StarCraft, and he did. Um, Acer was was Acer was his team. No, it was Axie. I'm sorry, Axiom was his okay. team. He started a whole team, um, and basically the idea behind Axiom was that it was like really for the players. He wanted to pay the players. He wanted to support the players, and he kept the team open because it wasn't really profitable. Um, but he kept it open as long as he could keep paying the players. And he basically told the players that, like, hey, you know, this isn't sustainable. We're going to have to stop paying you eventually. But we're going to keep going and keep paying you. And I'm, I'm literally just going to give you my own money out of my pocket and pay <laughs> you guys. So just start, start transitioning out of StarCraft or start transitioning to another team. But, like, until you do that, I will keep putting money into you guys. Um, but even before that, like he had, he like ran like community tournaments and he did videos and like Total Biscuit has done so much for so many esports. Like first it was like League. That's that's why like, the Total Biscuit was was in the game is because yeah, yeah, it was, it was he good, referred it was, he referred so yeah. many people because there was like a, a thing in early League of where like if you, you refer get, you, more than a certain amount of players, we'll put your name in the game as an item. Why, that's why Athene's Holy Grail is there too, right? Athene, Athene is another one for it. Like that was just it. I think uh, uh, Atmas was another one too. Like there was a bunch of like named items that were named after the guys, and that's that's like Total Biscuits like immortalized with me because of League and because of because of Warcraft too. Because he did a lot for the Warcraft community too, right? I mean that's how that's like where I get my updates about Total Biscuit and his like his health status and stuff like that is through the Warcraft subreddit and stuff like that. So, but yeah, no, I guess I don't know. Back to back to the movie yeah yeah i know i know we kind of went on a bit of a tangent there but, but that's yeah, us. No. you're not yeah. watching us for pure focused content here. <laughs> no man we no. go down the rabbit hole that's what that's what we do but yeah no like that was just it too is like all these interviews they got too with like their managers and their fucking coaches and like the parents and stuff like that like holy fuck like it was just, it was impressive yeah it was shout out to vince vaughn shout out to vince vaughn yeah vince vaughn yeah this yeah, so he, I, he had, I pretty probably didn't know yeah, about no, this no. movie. Yeah, I'm not doing no, this one, but he <laughs> is like the founder of this studio. But yeah, so um, who was it again that made? It? I just want to kind of give a shout out to them. So yeah, 
So Wild West Productions was the company that actually made the film. They did an amazing job. They have done 30 for 30 documentary stuff kind of like that. And I don't know. I, I'd love to see more from them. And yeah, it is Vince Vaughn's company. But yeah, really shout out for them for having kind of like, obviously they had to film this years ago. I mean, this has been working on since 2014. So they saw the potential way back then yeah. to, of esports. And I love that. That it may have took a while to kind of get out and maybe they're just kind of putting it out now finally or rushed it because of the big surge of esports. But they saw the potential that there was four years ago. And I love that. And to kind of see them kind of being one of the first ones to the scene is so cool to see. And that's awesome respect. And all the more reason why I kind of want to push this out because they are being one of the first ones to put real money, real time, real editing into a big. I think this could have came out two years ago. I mean, like without, but I'm sure it would have been not nearly as polished as it was. And it still no. would have been all right. But I think what, I think, I think waiting is fine. I don't like, I mean, this is a four-year-old narrative, but for play, but for people like myself and Andrew and stuff like, like, it, like the, not even that, because it hits every audience. It hits the audience that was aware and was around for it and was in, in, in paying attention to it, and it hits the audience that has no idea. It, like, it's a it's a win-win. You know what I mean? Also, they use the correct form of esports. I just wanted to yep. point that out. Yep. Yeah. It is so painful to see that. Anyone else listening, I mean, you do it however you want, whatever makes you feel good, but you are wrong unless <laughs> it is cap, I mean, lowercase e, lowercase s, lowercase p, o-r-t-s, all lowercase. It's a noun. Unless a noun? It's a noun, yeah. You know what I'm So help me God, if I see another team that starts in 2018 that does lowercase e, capital S, I'm going to lose my shit. I've gone out of my way to start correcting everyone on every platform except for Reddit because they have a bot of how it's correctly spelled. They have spelled. a bot, yeah. Yeah, links yeah. them to AP. Yeah. So it is one day. See, that, that was a big thing too. I'll like, myself, but I'll get there. Yeah. Honor, Honor actually rebranded early early 2018 to go from the lowercase e to the uppercase e. Yeah, they, 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 they switched it up. We got and it's not hard. I mean, it's the same spelling, so all you have to do is change the logo, guys. Like yeah, That's it, right? That was just it. They got around it because it was all uppercase the whole time, so they were they were fine. Oh. They didn't have to. They didn't have to relogo. It was just like changing the Discord and shit like that. But yeah, no, like I mean, that's like I mean, I'm glad to see it's normalized now. I and seeing shit like e athlete and fucking stuff like that like drives me up the guy. E gamers. E gamers. Oh my god. All gamers. All gamers electronic. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, man. E athlete. I'm a fan of cyber athlete. That's my top. Jesus, fuck. I want to be a cyber athlete. If cyber you're gonna athlete. call us anything besides just an athlete, just call us a fucking nerd like we are. <laughs> we'll probably take that over e athlete or e whatever you want to call us. No, just call me call a cyber athlete. I give anyone permission. Athlete. Cyber athlete, please put that in your Twitter description. Yeah, <laughs> the cyber athlete. That's cyber how I'm gonna go introduce you from now on. The Bill cyber Beal, the cyber athlete of 20. Is that does that mean I still keep League historian over Thorn? Can I can yes. I keep that? No, but no, you have okay. to put that full quote like <laughs> "fuck you, Thorin," and then like James, the league historian. Graphic. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that into one of those graphics where it's like over like a really like beautiful looking background, and then there's just like a bullshit like line on that. That's what I'm gonna do for social media. Okay, I, I, we're getting way off topic. This is getting to post show kind of content. Do yeah. we have anything else we want to kind of touch on the movie, spoilers rise, or anything kind of like that for those that? aren't trying to watch an hour of a half of us just bullshitting. Do you have anything else you want to kind of touch on? The movie's amazing. June 12th, Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Voodoo. Go check it out. Buy whatever it is. If you can't afford it, 
find a way to afford it. I'll uh, buy somebody in. I'll buy one person yeah. in. Yeah, you know what? I mean, <laughs> maybe if we get enough, enough kind of thing and someone really wants to watch and can't, we may pull in a couple dollars that kind of help you throw your way. So maybe that's just something potentially that we could back out on by not promising anything right off the bat. But you know what? Reach out to us if it's really a big deal. Because I really do encourage you to watch a movie no matter what. Because it is something. And maybe maybe we can get permission to do a watch along with our viewers or something kind of like that down yeah, the road. Yeah, that would be kind of dope. Yeah. But um, so unless you got any little, little last points, I know we can kind of bullshit for an hour. But I think kind of somewhat wrapping it up to keeping it somewhat movie review related before we get too far off. Anything else you guys kind of want to touch on or do you want to kind of wrap it up here for this week's Eastwork present? Play StarCraft. Play yeah, Starcraft. play StarCraft. Watch Look the movie. forward to the Project Esports first annual inaugural 1v1v1 StarCraft event coming to you in the next couple of months. Maybe possibly never. But until then, we will have this going live on Twitch this Thursday. I know we're pre-recording it, so there's no need to say, but we go live on Twitch every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Central time at Project Esports. Um, Twitch.tv slash Project Esports podcast. And then it goes live Friday morning, 7 a.m. on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, podcast, wherever you want it. We have it except Spotify. Maybe one day we're somewhat working on that. But thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode of Project Esports Present, a review of Game Changers Dreams of BlizzCon. Until Monday, see you guys later. Have a great weekend. And thank you as always for listening.